Hello and welcome to episode 4 of the Ramble Pack Podcast. We talk a bit about Nintendo and their business practices with their contractors, NVIDIA representing a lot of their sales numbers, and Embracer Group's purchase of a handful of Square Enix's developers. Plus a little bit about Overwatch 2's betas numbers. Let's get on with the show! think I'm ready. Okay. So, I I didn't ask this one before, Scott, but how was your week? Busy? It was, it was busy. It was good up until yesterday, but... Yesterday and today, obviously, but... Uh, I couldn't imagine that situation being well. Yeah. But, uh, the only bright side to it, it was good seeing... The amount of people that turned out, at least for the week, but mm-hmm. still sad news. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was a she was a she was a nice lady. She made uh, she made sure because she used to work at the uh, the cafeteria at the Eggy Mess, and she always made sure um, that we got fed. She didn't care. <laughs> she get in trouble with UMass all the time. <laughs> She's like, no, these kids are getting fed. Sorry. Well, yeah, I mean, kids need to eat. So that's cool. Alright. Nothing fun? Nothing interesting? Nothing sad? Or not sad? <laughs> I'm just, uh, boring, boring dad this week. No, I'm stoked about um one of their half anniversary on the Slime Nisekai game. They're um oh, they back have, they're really again. Oh I've been on I've been on on an, uh, on that game forever. All right, I want a um, weekly update on it as you play. Just because every <laughs> single week you have to talk about it. So, weekly update. You're asking me? For, you're asking me what I, how my week's gone? You played every week? I want to hear what's going on each week. <laughs> well, this particular... Uh, this month they're giving... They're doing the half anniversary and three of their gotcha characters for this month. Their abilities are very OP. And that sounds I, like a standard anniversary event for a lot of things. Yeah, one of them that was a pain in the ass for me to get. I think I had to pull maybe ten, fifteen times before I could get her. And one of her abilities is because um, the turns of the game ties into the mechanics of other functions. She her ability stops the turn. Like you can technically replay the turn, and the turn never. Never ends. Okay. So long as the ability goes through. Mm-hmm. And in combination with, if I understood it correctly, I haven't tried it myself because I've seen a whole bunch of people on Facebook and uh, the group that I'm in to get like little pointers and stuff like that. Um, you combine her ability with the other two uh, two characters, their abilities stack over and over and over and over again to the point where. Um, the powerhouse hitter, the actual attacker out of the three, duh, uh, can do damage into like the hundred thousand. Why somebody would be pl- uh, be doing that till God know uh, that to get it to that point, I have no idea. Mind you, for reference, normal attacks are between fifteen hundred to two thousand. Maybe you just need someone to one hit everything. Yeah, that's a bit ridiculous. I'm not going to sit there half an hour just to do that. 
Well, a lot of people like playing RPGs, just like seeing the big numbers. So that makes sense. Fair enough. I think I did that with uh, Final Fantasy X when uh, when I found out you could go into other people's grids. Mm-hmm. And basically, once I beat the main story of the game, I just try it, uh, try to complete everybody everybody's grids at that point. <laughs> and just yeah. <clears throat> at some point, you're just hitting nine hundred ninety nine thousand. <laughs> that that just makes me think of like how broken the magic system in Final Fantasy VIII was, because if you just keep stealing a bunch of the same magics and then like tie it to certain abilities, you can just hit nine 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 straight. Oh Jesus, yeah. And I think the the limit break system, the way they have it set up, that one was broken too. Because I think I ended up getting, unless I'm completely wrong, I want to say, is it Renoa? the girl yes. with the dog? Yeah, Is it Renoa? Yep. I ended up getting her ultimate ability, her ultimate limit break or whatever, at the beginning of the game or something like that because of how, how broken the limit break system was. Okay. And I was like, I was like, yay! <laughs> well, that sounds like a fun week. <laughs> Just, just I'll take fun. It. What's the name of the game again? Like, if people want to download it. That time I got reincarnated as a slime isekai. Let me go to... How do you spell isekai? I-S-E-K-A-I. Okay. What about you? Not a damn thing. This week we just started my other class, so it's getting the first week of work done. Destiny 2 had their Guardian Games event start on Tuesday. Okay. It's uh, like the Guardian Olympics, basically. You just earn medals doing things in-game. And, like, it's it pits all three classes against each other. Oh, uh, okay. It's fun for a short while. Gives you something different <laughs> to do, break up what you're doing. And Halo Infinite had Season 2 start this week, too. I'm never big on Halo, to be honest. Me neither I until it. I played Halo 2. <laughs> and I think I told you a few weeks ago, like, I played it religiously and was on a couple teams playing before. Like, Megan watched yeah. me uh, Meg watched me do a free-for-all tournament at PAX East a couple years ago. Oh, shit. On Halo 4, yeah. It was fun. <laughs> but yeah, just checking out those two since it started this week. Checked out Trek to Yomai, which was pretty fun. I still got to play some more of that. Yeah. That was a lot of fun. It's not too long of a game, too, but it's just the aesthetic of the game and how it looks and stuff is cool. The The combat mechanics are a little iffy. Yeah. But it doesn't take away from it. It doesn't detract too much from the game itself. It's fun. Uh, if you get a chance, I suggest try it. I will. Listen, you're making my you're making my list of games I need to try longer and longer, and Callie's gonna kick my ass. I can list off a million games for you to try if you want. <laughs> Depends on what you're looking for. I sound like a drug dealer, but for games. <laughs> what are you looking for? I got some of this over here, and I got this for you. You want a little bit of this? You got some of that Final Fantasy stuff? Maybe like even hearts. Oh my god. As Callie's rolling her eyes. 
you fiending for the next one? Oh Jesus, I I can't wait to be honest. I, I'm I'm still thinking about those trailers. I actually want to see how the uh, the mobile game's gonna turn out because it looks awesome on the video, but it could be something completely different when it actually hits. Wait for which game? I missed it. Um, oh my God, we're Kingdom Hearts missing Link. Uh, oh, mobile we're back game. on. Damn it, we're back on Kingdom Hearts. Oh no, that's what you were asking. That I just said you're fiending for the next game. I didn't know that Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> Come on, you know that, that that that's my guilty pleasure right there. Come on. Yeah, you and ten million other people. <laughs> I wonder if like I, I remember people not being super excited about Kingdom Hearts three after it came out. Like they were just upset about it. Like they were happy it was out, yeah. and then it didn't live up to their expectations. I I, I I'm one of them to be honest. I, I enjoyed it for what it was, but the fact that it. It took this long just to get what we got. It, uh, I think it's one of those things that the the hype has built up for so long that I'm good. Oh, and I think I mentioned this too. We're getting ready to go on our vacation on Tuesday because we're going to Michigan for my niece's birthday. Ooh. How old she turning? Ten. Finally hitting double Red. digits. Yeah. <laughs> Get to go see the new baby niece again before we have ours. Oh jeez. Baby. That's all Amelia's been asking about. Oh. What's her baby cousin or her baby sister? Everything. <laughs> she wants to hang out with my niece. She wants to see the baby over there. She wants Lauren to come. Well. Just all that. She's into her family. <laughs> Give her a little bit of a, a taste of what the new baby's going to be like, just so that way she knows what to expect. Right. So, I think she's, she's going to be an, be an awesome big sister once I the baby so. comes out. Uh, considering this week, I hope so. She's been a terror <laughs> this week. Listen, I would be worried once the, uh, the second one comes uh, comes around and is old enough. That she's gonna uh, she's gonna turn on turn them and uh, turn Lauren into her own little uh, minion, and then they cause terror together. That's always a good possibility too, and I really hope that doesn't happen because I'm gonna come back to you on this. <laughs> I'm gonna blame you for putting it out there. Come on, are you kidding me? What was that little news anchor paper shuffle? <laughs> like those are my notes. I I was not <laughs> kidding. I have prepared. notes. <laughs> All right. Well, before you take the floor, I was going to say, since I mentioned the Halo Infinite Season 2 came out, they screwed up the game. I know you're not too into it, but I'm upset because things are messed up now, even worse than before. I I don't remember if I mentioned they, they talked about not adding a BR to it, you know, Battle Royale. Yeah. And they ended up doing their version of that anyway. But people are saying it's great. I, I haven't played it yet, and I'm, I'm just no. not a big Battle Royale person, but... People say it's great, except for the power-ups that you get towards the end. Because having an overshield and you're, like, one of the last two people kind of puts it at an unfair pitch. They say you need, like, grappling hook and camo and stuff like that, which... Or not camo. Grappling hook and drop wall. Or thruster. Yeah. Which would make sense. Yeah. But 
the problem with that is apparently like some of the trigger pulls are not registering on the gun. Like mm-hmm. the BR and BR and BR. The battle rifle in the game is a three round burst and you pull the trigger, it's three and then like a quick second and then you pull it again. It's it's got a specific rhythm to it. But some mm-hmm. people are that are playing now, when they do that, it doesn't fire anything. Or in some instances it'll fire but nothing will come out, nothing will register. It'd be like nothing ever happened. Now, is that intentional, or is that, nope, is that just some, a bug? just a bug that just ha- ended up happening. And there are some instances where people are pulling the trigger and then switching weapons and then getting a perfect with a weapon that they didn't intend to kill with because they switched weapons in the middle of firing. So it fired both weapons at the same time. Yeah. And then they took it, maybe not taken out, but they messed up a lot of like the quote-unquote skill jumps where... In a lot of high-level play, you'll get people who are running and they slide and then jump to get traversal maneuvers to get farther or to get somewhere else or get the drop on somebody. Yeah. Can't do a lot of those anymore. There's no such thing as sliding and jumping into it anymore. You just, you're either sliding and then you're jumping. Um, certain jumps on certain maps you can't perform anymore because you can't pull that off or because they've changed whatever geometry in it to where you can't clamber up to it anymore. Just a mm. lot of things are either messed up for no reason or because of some random glitch and just people are not happy and kind of like there's a mass exodus on the game now so they're losing people left and right now now as far as those jumps and stuff like that is that like an acquired skill after or is that just something that was originally a a mechanic right from the get-go it's just learning the mechanics of the game and knowing how to move then if that's the case i think that was a bad idea getting rid of that because yeah, anybody uh, can do it once you get used to the mechanics and knowing how to traverse in the game and what can be jumped right. on the stuff anybody can do it but now since the update came out it's like they turn those things off that's what and it, I, I should say I should specify that's what it seems like has happened not necessar- necessarily right. that they flipped the switch and said you can't do this anymore it's just apply the update and these don't work right I think at that point where I'm, I'm along the same opinions. I don't care. I don't care for what battle royale, but at the same time, it sounds like the the nerfing and um and the making like the power ups and stuff an unfair advantage. Well, that's They're just an unbal- to- uh, it, that's just a balancing issue for the VR mode. Uh, they just swap out the gear. That's fine. That's yeah. actually balanced. It's just the traversal and the gunplay is jacked up. Yeah. Uh, ah, I think them removing that, them removing that those mechanics, is a bad move. To be honest, it's if, not. If that's I, the case, if that's the case, I'm thinking that just remove that they removed it to make uh, give it on uh, give more of an advantage to people who aren't to used close to the those skill types. Gap. Right, which it defeats the purpose of the battle royale. You need play the game, get better at it. Well, it's not just a battle royale either. It's in all maps, all game modes. Oh, they got rid of it altogether. Yeah, it just does not work anymore. That I'm wondering what if there's another reason for it. Then I thought it was as just a battle royale. No, it's everything. It's it's the game as a whole, all multiplayer. Okay. Yeah, then I have no idea because I thought it was just a battle royale. If that was the case, to close the gap between newcomers and. Uh, veteran players. I mean, that could I, still I be the all. that could still be the issue, but it's just it's affecting the entirety of the online. Yeah. 
That's all. That's my rant. It's upsetting. I love that <laughs> game, but it's just it's in a sad state since it launched. No, I have to agree. I don't blame you for being upset. And to be honest, that like I said, I wasn't, uh, haven't really been a Halo fan, and those reasons make me want to try it even less. So, it's fun. It's fun for a little while, but just the decisions that they made along the way, including their version of the battle pass and how they have their stuff set up, is just it. It, it makes you question what's going on, or right. what went on to lead them to where they are now. Mm. What are you going to do? I just keep playing Destiny off and on. <laughs> Seems to be the thing that I go back and forth to. As long as you're enjoying yourself, that's all that matters. Okay, since I think you read more about it than I did, why don't you tell me about Nintendo? Then It's not so much that I read more about it. It was more that I, I think I have a better idea or have more of an opinion, so I might not, my opinion might not be a popular one. But from my understanding of the of it is the the conflict is the difference of how contracted workers are being treated versus employees, which is understandable because um, when I worked at my previous job, we dealt with contractors and employees. The delivery carriers were all contractors. The way they're treated is completely different to the way the uh, the the actual employees are treated. It makes sense because that's the contractor's liabilities, stuff like that. I can understand that aspect of it, but other things that they were complaining about, if Nintendo's actually doing that, I don't agree with, and they need, and they seriously need to change that because, on a moral standpoint, it may not, it may be ethically okay, but morally, I don't. It, it's it leaves a bad taste in my mouth. Um, just to step thing. back, can. Let's go over the details of what exactly was going on. Just because we didn't explain anything, and that might not make much sense to <laughs> just anybody that hasn't read the article and know about what's going on. Yeah. Um. Do Do you want to take over, or what, do you not know? Huh? No, I know. So, All right. Basic. Go ahead. I was just gonna say <laughs> the gist of what I read and what I remember, but if you know more, yeah. go for it. Um, basically from what I read, um, the, uh, the contractors were complaining that they don't have access to certain areas of the buildings that employees do, which is understandable because again, liability reasons, stuff like that. It's really non-issue because we had, at my previous job, the same thing. There were contractors had access to certain things, but they didn't. It's part of the contract. Um... But um, but the other things were they feel they would be treated as second class citizens, um, versus what the employees are. Um, one of the complaints that they were talking about was the they would be contracted temporarily for like eleven months and then rotated out and would have a like a two or three month cool down period before they could come back. And their pay, their pay is minuscule compared to their competitors in the area. But my opinion on those, on those type of things, it's like I said, it has to do with the contracts. And there's got to be a reason for it. I'm assuming because of like the agreements that they had with the company. Pay the the pay rate. That's with a third party company. What they pay them is what they pay them. What Nintendo pays the company. 
the, the contractor will never know because that's the agreement that the company had. But if they're complaining about what their hourly rate is, Nintendo doesn't set that, at least as far as I'm aware of, from the way I remember our contract was with a temp agency. Um, they We don't set that rate. They do. And if they have, uh, if their complaint is the, the hourly rate, then you might want to bring that up to your temp agency. If you think it's, you have a better shot with another competitor, Go for it. Try it. I'm sorry. That's from my understanding. It is is that their contract. Yeah, I cannot talk. Their contractors are under a lot of scrutiny too, and it sounds like they yeah. have a well of employees that they keep going back and forth between. At which yeah. point do you convert those contractors to full time employees? Especially if you keep bringing them back in for projects to begin with. the The problem is the the kind of culture that they're working on. I guess cultivating, for lack of a better word where you have mm. the separation of full-time and contractors, where the contractors yeah. are expected to behave like full-time employees and are under these strict deadlines and guidelines for what they can and cannot do. Yeah. If you're going to treat them and expect them, or expect the same of them as your full-time employees, then why not also put that forward? That would, again, that comes down to contracts. That, that's where I'm un understanding it. Because the, as far as the contractor aspect, you can't legally, at least in mass, I'm not sure how it is. Um, it uh, Nintendo uh, Nintendo US is based out of California, right? Redmond, Washington. All right, Washington. I don't know what the laws are in Washington, but at least like in mass, contractors cannot, there cannot be any distinction whatsoever between a contractor, um, any distinction. Any muddling of the understanding what an employee is and a contractor it has to be very clear. You have to be very, very strict about setting that guideline. Mm -hmm. The second you cross over, you're breaking, you're breaking contract and opening yourself up to a lawsuit. So that part I understand. Um, as far as liabilities and stuff like that, um, for example, one of the things that we had was. We and when we use the temp agency for employees, um, at one point because we were short staffed, one of the um one of the requirements that we had for them, if they're gonna send us temps, they have to have their own car. They need to use their own car because of insurance purposes and stuff like that. They cannot use our company uh company vehicles, just like our newspaper carriers aren't allowed to. Mm -hmm. So I'm assuming it has to do with that, with like what they were talking about with the health benefits and stuff like that, where during the time period uh, while they're working, they have health benefits, I'm assuming because of the way the contract is written, but they don't have access to it while they're uh, while they're during that cool down period. And even though they can file for unemployment and I'm not having health benefits, I'm assuming that has to do with uh, has to do with the contracts. It all comes down to money. The reason I, I why think these contractors just want to be treated a little more fairly. I agree, and I don't blame them. Mm -hmm. It's it reminds I... me similarly of um, since you were reading up on the Activision Blizzard stuff, which we'll talk about the New York selling or New York selling, New York suing them, uh, Bobby Kotick as well. Yeah. The what was it? The game testers from Activision Blizzard were all contractors too that were mm -hmm. supposed to be pull, brought on as full-time employees at some point, 
because they were mm-hmm. there for years. And game companies tend to go in cycles where they're they'll hire big for a project and then start weaning people off, and then as the project dies down and towards the end, they'll drop most, if not all, the contractors and maybe keep a few on or something like that. And then when the right. next project starts up, they'll bring them back on for another thing. I believe they were promised full-time positions, or there was a handful that was going to be brought on that weren't, were dropped when the game was being shipped out. So right. they decided to unionize and finally you know, won the right to be a union for the games testing group for Activision Blizzard. Which, yeah. you know, I don't know how much you know about unionization in games and if it's a big deal or not, but it's, it's one of those other areas of industry that needs to happen too. Because then oh, you wouldn't have these cycles of hiring a bunch of people and then dropping them again. You'd get a lot more steady work done. Oh, absolutely. I'm okay. I'm all for. I'm all for unions. the the point The point of the union was you have representation to fight for your fight for your rights versus being treated like a piece of meat. Mm. That, and I think that's what this whole Nintendo thing boils down to. Just I just treat it like that. Right. I just I never understood that um how unionization works. I thought it was just uh, just applies to employees. Contractors can uh, can unionize as well. Well, I mean, if you get hired on as part of the team, you can be part of that union. It was just these group of contractors that were all game testers for Activision Blizzard pulled together and was like, "Well, we were going to be brought on as full-time employees. Why not why don't we fight for the right to be a union for them?" And they I guess they ended up winning cuz they were hired back or yeah. I'll have to read it up again. I think that they were they were dropped and then they were brought back and then they unionized or they fought back, became a union and then they were kept on. I'll have to look into that more cuz I I always thought contractors because they're not employees so they don't obvi- they obviously don't have the same rights as employees and th- stuff like that that they can't unionize type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um because they obviously, due to the terms of their contracts, they don't. It, they don't really have any rights outside of those terms, you know. If I'm uh, if I'm coming across right, yeah. Which is why I was uh, I was under the understanding that contractors couldn't unionize. Makes sense if they could. Well, um, this is a very specific area for people to be unionizing as it is, so that might be the reason. Yeah, I don't know. I know that, that those contracts are weird and work a little bit differently, too, because it's yeah. a whole separate industry. Oh, I'll absolutely. have to read up on it again and see what's up, or which one it was. Uh, and then one of the other things that they were, that at least from my understanding, um, from what I was reading with that conflict, is that their belief, when they try to address it, like you were saying, they would get... Um, they would get reprimanded for it, type of thing, and then uh, the way I was, um, when those complaints come would come in, but they would get reprimanded by the um, by the uh, by the oh my god, I really can't talk today by the temp agency. So I'm not really sure, at least from my understanding, is the complaints are really coming from Nintendo, and it's got to so come much- down the pipeline from somebody. Right, but I I'm just wondering if the temp the temp agency itself is just one of those that hey we Nintendo brought up the uh let's say Nintendo actually had this concern they heard it from the contractor 
and then the contract, uh, uh, then they try to relay it to the third, uh, to the, um, to the temp agency. Hey, this is what's going on. Let's try to fix this. And then the temp agency is reprimanding their, their employees saying, Hey, and trying to pin the blame on Nintendo. Again, it, it could very well be Nintendo's type of thing. Yeah, they could just, have had the things in place before they brought them on too. Right. Who knows? My, uh, what I wasn't liking and about the fact that where one of the employees that I was reading about, one of their complaints was that they had fallen on the way to work. They had fallen, uh, slipping, slipped on ice and banged their head, uh, smacked their head on the ground. And to the point where when they were going in, they thought they were fine until they actually got to their desk and their vision was blurry and stuff like that. They tried to use the, the in-house facility medical facility to get checked out and they were like no you're not on the you're not on nintendo's health benefits wow, really yeah i did not read about that holy shit and when she was like all right that's fine because the because of the third party that's understandable they have the two separate things that's fine yeah um i don't think it's right but uh but then when she's like all right can i co uh, if you don't mind can my coworker drive me to the hospital, the hospital nearby, so I can get checked out. Yeah, and then and then they denied them because of liability because they didn't. That person was an employee and she was a contractor. Employees can't drive contractors. I'm like, really? I mean, I I I, I hate it. I understand the idea that it's a liability, but it still sucks. The shitty yeah. situation. And then on top of that, to add another slap, uh, again, don't know how true or accurate that story was uh, in the article that they ended up calling her and uh, calling that, uh, that contractor an Uber to drive them. Why did you call 911 at, yeah. at best call emergency services? Yeah. If you're not going to let them get checked out by an on-site professional and you know that they need help, then yes, call, call an ambulance. Right. Not exactly. That, that I don't agree with, and they need yeah. to fix. Uh, me personally, think that needs to be fixed. That's maybe may ethical, but not moral whatsoever. I'm sorry. Well, there really shouldn't be a separation of like, I don't know, working class contractor right. versus full time. But I mean, the contract work that I did, you know, working in Boston alone, that was the same thing. Contractors worked in one area, and everybody else was off on their own doing their own thing. I get it. Right. it still sucks, especially when oh, people are okay. closed off from facilities that they could use. Agreed. I'm assuming. Uh, I'm assuming at that point it has. It all comes down to the dollars and stuff like that. Um, and I get it because one of the other things that they were talking about was um, when they when they were told to address certain channels and stuff like that. They were hoping Nintendo would change change their way, but. From way it was explained to them from different perspectives, North Nintendo America doesn't have a say. Like it, they're so strict with what they can and cannot do mm -hmm. that they have. If they wanted to change the color of a boardroom office, as an example, they'd have to get the approval from Nintendo Japan. Well, that makes sense. That they have a very strict way of doing business and how things run. So that makes perfect right. sense to me. It makes sense, but at the same time, you also have to realize the work culture in Japan 
is completely different, different than the work here. Yeah, absolutely. Right. We we were just talking about it the the other day, uh, the one of the one of the prior streams that how how overworked those guys are, underappreciated they are. But it's also just, like a status symbol for them to work too, which is just ridiculous in its own sense. But that's that's how Japanese people are. Yeah. Are you there's, kidding me? There's plenty of things I've heard where if you take time off in Japan from your work, it's frowned upon and kind of seen as less than like, oh, you had to take time off to do whatever. Instead of working, you're kind of letting the team down. Right, exactly. And then what? Um, and then you wonder why, like, video, uh, certain animes, that's the trope. Yeah, like the uh the whole point of the isekai where they you see the memes of people getting hit by the trucks and stuff like that on top of that is employees being overworked dying and then they get reborn why do they have to be overworked (laughs) (sighs) overworked and underappreciated yeah but hey that's everybody over here too they're starting to be that way now Mm. yay what a bummer (laughs) do we have any happy news (laughs) <laughs> oh, happy news! New York is so sell. So, ah, I can't. Fuck. I always want to say selling instead of suing. <laughs> Jesus Christ! We're gonna sell <laughs> off Bobby Kotick. Oh, that'd be nice. No, New York suing him. That's some good news. Yeah. Oh, Blizzard funny. can't seem to get out of its own freaking way, huh? It's his fucking fault. Oh, absolutely. It's, it's all him, and that's they're suing him because he allegedly was selling, selling. Oh. He was wanting to sell off Activision Blizzard to cover his own butt for all the shit that was coming out. Yeah. Which, we were talking about earlier, makes perfect sense and like is the perfect time for Phil Spencer to sweep in and say, hey, we'll buy this off your hands for this much money, you get this much, and then you can just get out of the business. And there's a very good chance that that was the conversation they had and he took the money and left. Which is right. a shitty thing to do because he was actively trying to hide things and and keep things out of the limelight, and that started coming out because people were sharing all the emails from it, and they wouldn't let him go. Which is fine, because that shit needs to be exposed. You need to know when someone's shitty, and he was the worst. Oh, absolutely. Uh, Those type of assholes are the the reason why uh, we bitch about um, big government, not big government, oh my god, um, big corporations and stuff like that. Like trying to keep the little man down. Yeah. Like, sorry, no, you got uh, you got assholes like him who cover their own ass when they fuck up. Yep. People need to read more about that if they're not educated on it. It's it's a hell of a story, and it just keeps getting crazier as time goes on. No, oh, absolutely. And then you have, uh, and then you have people that are bitching about companies like Disney that hey. They should shut their mouth about political issues. And guess what? They're actually, from my understanding, they're actually one of the better ones. Well, that's a separation of outward (laughs) appearance versus inward appearance. Uh, Sure, everything they're showing you is like, yeah, we're inclusive. We're selling pride stuff. We're all about you being your person. And then behind the scenes, it's like, no, you shut up. You listen to us. You have to do this this way. And you have to listen to us when we say it like this. But at least they're working on changing that from what I've heard. Yeah. Well, even then, no pro. Because uh, I know a couple, a uh, couple of people that work in it. Um, they're they're strict. Don't get me wrong. They vote. Uh, uh, there's nothing surprising about that. But at yeah. least there, there are benefits and stuff like that that 
makes things a little bit easier for them, whereas other companies, it's like we're talking about with the Nintendo situation, you're getting, they're getting reamed up the ass and they're getting away with it because, hey, guess what? We got a line out the door that says, hey, we want we want to work for yeah, Nintendo. That's one of the biggest damn things, too. It's like, you don't want to listen to us about it. We'll just drop you and find someone that we can pay less for. Because there is an abundance of people that would kill to work at one of these companies. Yeah, just because of their name. Yes. Nah, I'm not okay with it. Sorry. (laughs) No, I gotcha. Makes perfect sense. (laughs) Oh, since Um, we... Really quick, since we mentioned it last week, um, in our E3 discussions... Um, mm-hmm. Summer Games Fest was coming up, and I think they didn't have a date for that. The date is now June 9th, three days before all the big name stuff goes down. The Xbox Bethesda showcase and all that fun stuff was on the 12th. This one's coming okay. out on the 9th, just a few days before. <laughs> so that's going to be fun. We get a shit ton of games, a little break, and then a shit ton more games, and then a little bit of break, and then some more. That's going to be fun. Like E3, we we need some... <laughs> Need some good news with all the fun stuff that's been going on. <laughs> like, what fun stuff are you talking about? Uh, not, uh, nothing at all. Like, for, uh, corporations covering their ass. <laughs> Politicians blowing smoke out, uh, smoke out their ass. The shit show that's Amber Heard and Johnny Depp. <laughs> You know oh that. Oh my god. Give it a year or two and that's going to be a TV series soon. Oh Jesus Christ. And just you wait. It'll happen. I, I don't I, I don't get it. I just So, you, you think... go ahead. Sorry. I was going to say you think we're, we're we're going ahead with certain things and then oh, Guess yeah, what? We're going to step forward, one fight. step back. Oh yeah. I have said my piece all week long about that shit and I'm not done. <laughs> I am Pissed off and upset. Four women on be women's half on be women's half on behalf of women. I just uh, that's a that's mm-hmm. a thing for another time and place. Not here. This is about games. <laughs> but women nah, stand with you. It's just a sad state of affairs. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, stuff like that shouldn't have gone that far. No. Hey. On the brighter side, the praise turning five. Yeah. I, uh, I had to see the I had to see the trailer for that. That looks awesome. Reminds me of like do uh, it's like a Doom type of game, isn't it? No. No. I oh, that was one of the best games that I have ever played. To be honest with you, okay. not enough people saw it or played it, but it was excellent. Ever heard or played System Shock or System Shock Two? No, I did not. Okay. Have you ever? You had to have played Skyrim. I'm trying to make some comparisons here to give you an idea. <laughs> I have not. I I was told I was not allowed not allowed to play that game. I was gonna lose. I was gonna lose any type of social life I had left. That's true. I still <laughs> go back and play Skyrim because of that. But Prey is a first-person stealth horror RPG-ish game. Like there's RPG aspects to it. You are on a space okay. station and you're surrounded mm-hmm. by these alien guys, but you can get like these psi-type powers. That are based off what they do and just regular side manipulation things or you can just like upgrade your guns and not take that on but uh-huh. it, it's it's a lot of 
It's a lot of first-person RPG stuff going through a gigantic space station and escaping from this alien threat that's coming. Okay. There is an excellent twist in the game, and mm. it just feels really good to play and experience. Mm -hmm. And I cannot recommend it enough. And it's sad that it didn't get the due that it needed when it first came out. Their DLC that they came out with was Mooncrash, right. which is like a, it's a roguelite type of game. Yeah. Where you get to play as different characters, but as you play as them doing their so-called tasks, because you're reliving their memories, mm -hmm. it kind of weaves a story together that involves the main character that you are playing as that replays these memories. Okay. It's super cool. Absolutely, give it a shot. It looks, it looks cool. I, I like the premise of it. Now, my, uh, now where I'm like confusing it with the uh, sort of saying like it's a Doom-like game. Now, is the person where he can copy their abilities and stuff like that? Is he infected with something like that, uh, like alien DNA or something, or so is it just funny you mention that? It's, it's like a voluntary thing. He doesn't okay. get infected and then get sick. But it's more uh -huh. you, you're taking essence or DNA from these aliens, and you are mm -hmm. combining it with human stuff, putting it into you, and it's giving you these abilities. Oh, okay. So yeah, they're weaponizing their abilities and make it, uh, making it usable for humans. Okay, same idea as like District Nine, except he's not turning. Kind of, yeah. But one of the cool okay. aspects about that too is the more you do that, and the more you gain these alien type powers, the more the mm -hmm. AI on the ship and stuff start turning against you because they don't recognize you as human. So they start firing on you and things like that. No shit. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> it's a really, really cool game. You don't see, you don't see stuff like that that often. No. And I'm that... just surprised that it's been five years since it came out. It seems like no time <laughs> at all. I need to go back and I... play it now. <laughs> I just want to play through the game again. Talking about it got me excited. I'm surprised. I'm surprised I've never heard about it until today. That I'm definitely gonna have to look into that one. Well, when I saw know, the trailer. Like, did you know that Prey started off as a completely different game back on the 360? No, because when uh, I think I when I saw the looked up the wiki to get a little more information on like the uh, the plot of this game, I didn't realize that it was like not really a sequel, but a, a reboot. Something re like that? Re Reimagining, I would say. it's So, it's made by Arcane, which are the same people who uh -huh. did Dishonored. If you know okay. what that game is. Um, yeah. They had the the name, like, the IP itself, they had the name. And they were mm -hmm. developing a game and didn't know where to put it, I think, was the story. So they slapped it on this because it felt like it fit with the quote-unquote Prey name. Like, the idea of Prey. So they put mm -hmm. it on this game. Originally on the 360, it started off as a completely different game and had a sequel in development that never came out. Yeah. The first game, you are a Native American barkeep who gets abducted by aliens, and then you're fighting your way through the alien ship to get off of it or find out what's going on. And like you have these soul abilities, like your your spirit hawk shows you different ways, or like you can come back from the dead using the spirit world and stuff like that, I think. It was a neat concept. Oh, it was a cool game. But they never finished making the second sequel, and then they took that name and put it on this game. I know I it sounds like a weird concept, but it was a neat game. It, it sounds like it's. It so, I'm sure. I'm sure it was, but just like the, the explanation of it makes it sound like somebody <laughs> had two bowl, 
had two bowls with like paper paper ideas written on pieces of paper, picked them out and said, "Okay, main character, Native American, send them to space." <laughs> I'm like, really? I mean, I mean, that's a good prompt. It's just like, let's see what ideas I come up with today. You mash two things together. It's like I can write something about this. What? I mean, it sold fairly well. I'm now. I'm actually more intrigued about the original. <laughs> Just because I want to see how that played out. <laughs> oh man, go watch a couple let's plays of it. It's it's a cool looking game. It was a neat idea. Uh, yeah, I'm definitely gonna have to. That that's where the name came from originally. Those and then this was the new game that came out with that same name. All because okay. they own the rights to the, the name Prey, I guess. Okay. Yeah, because the way the way the wiki was making it sound like it was. Uh... It was an alternate timeline of the original one. If the uh if the, the events happened like this type of thing. Nope. Well actually funny funny enough that you mentioned that in the newer prey, the one that just turned five, you mm -hmm. have different types of endings in that game depending on what you do in it and some choices yeah. that you make at the very end. It's definitely not a continuation of the original game or anything like that. Right. It's its own separate thing. I do like games like that, that you can, you can do different endings, and it makes you want to play it more, to be honest. So you can all, uh, see every different version. So that those type of games I'm pretty cool with. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I'll have to check both of them out. I'm surprised you didn't mention the fact that Stone Cold Steve Austin said that Breath of the Wild was the best Legend of Zelda game. I saw that video before, <laughs> before, he, I, before I, I even saw said anything. Yeah. I was like, not so much that, that I'm, that that, because uh, I saw the video, it's him arguing with another, with another, another wrestler. wrestler. Yeah, I forget yeah. what his fucking name is, too. You mean both, and he said, the, the other one said Orcarina Time was the best, he said yes. it was Breath of the Wild. Yep. I was more surprised at the fact that he's an actual gamer. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if he is or not. Maybe he's his kids play it, and he was just like, I know this one, I'll throw it out. If he is, right. though, that's super surprising. Oh, same. Because you think these guys are all big and macho and, oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, um, I think, who was it? Uh, Goldberg. Um, one of the YouTubers that I like to launch. He apparently became friends with Goldberg for, what, for whatever reason, because he lives in Texas also. Mm -hmm. And they were into, like, muscle cars and stuff like that. The way Goldberg's persona outside of the ring makes sense <laughs> to the type of per uh, to the type of person he looks at. If he uh, if Stone Cold Steve Austin is a gamer, that threw me for a loop. It just doesn't. It, you can't like circle that square or square off that circle or whatever. It just doesn't yeah. compute. Yeah, so, along the same lines of like when when I found out Henry uh, Henry Cavill. Is a bit yes, is a big time Warhammer nerd. Oh yeah, I'm he like loves painting dude. minis too. <laughs> I love it. I was like, holy crap, dude! The actor Steve Mangianello, he's a huge D and D nerd too. No shit. Like his character is like D and D canon dealing with Vecna and them. Yeah, it's super cool. You'd be surprised <laughs> that the the handful yeah, yeah, of people okay. I've learned are D and D nerds are into mini painting and stuff like that. Oh, absolutely. Vin Diesel's one of them. Yeah, but Vin Diesel's I an was... asshole. He's an asshole, but at the same <laughs> time, you know... 
Yeah, you see his persona, and you don't picture that. And I feel like he was one of the first outspoken people about that, too. Like, yeah, I play games. I like this shit, so what? And then you start hearing about more right. of the actors and actresses that do like it. He's right. still an asshole, but if I feel like he was the first one that was on the scene saying, yeah, I like this, and I do acting. Yeah, he was... Um, I think the he was smart about his, the way he did... Um, he did his deal with uh, the Fast and the Furious franchise, so he had the right to uh, to Riddick because he was a big comic book, a comic book nerd. Mm-hmm. Grant, uh, granted, it didn't go very far, but at the same time, he's also making a crap ton of movies uh, money from the Fast and the Furious franchise, and he got to do whatever the hell he wants with his favorite character. Uh, camp, him, comic book. Was that him doing movies just to pay to be able to make other movies? Am I remembering? Uh, You'll have to tell me because I don't know the exact story. Something like that. It's it's been a while since I've uh, I've read up um read up on the details because he originally after the first uh, uh, Fast and the Furious movie he didn't want to do it anymore. It was like this is this is uh, this is too cringy. I don't want to do this type of thing. It's not my it's not my type of thing. Okay, but um because of the not that the second movie was a flop or anything like that. It didn't have the follow-up that it did the, that the first one did. Mm-hmm. Um, and they mounted it to, because of, um, Vin Diesel not being in it, which made sense when he, when, uh, the amount of people that showed up to the third one, which had nothing to do with Paul Walker or any of them, all because of Vin Diesel having a cameo in it. Part of his contract for him going going back to the Fast and the Furious uh, franchise, he he had to uh, the uh, the movie company had to give him the rights to the the critic uh, the Riddick franchise. The critic. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Too perfect of a name. <laughs> huh? I didn't know that. Yeah, and that was just because he lo- he loves the Chronicle of Riddick. Really? Uh-huh. Well, they have all the things to latch on to. <laughs> not expect that, but all right. More power to them, I guess. All right. Well, look at uh, look at Henry Cavill in The Witcher. He yeah. Took, he, want, he, he did that role because he was a big-ass Witcher nerd. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't blame him. I like the books. I love the games. And he makes a good Geralt, so I'm happy. And it got Megan <laughs> to The Witcher, too. Like, she enjoyed watching me play through Witcher 3 and was like, oh, yeah. the show's coming out. I can't wait to watch it. So I've been meaning to wa- watch the show. I've never played the games, but I've been meaning to watch the show, and I've yet to watch it. It's a good show. It's a good way to get into the books without really reading them, but you should still read them. Yeah. Okay. The games are fun, too. Of course, three is the best one, but two is a good alternative. Nope. I'll add it to my list. You, speaking of games, you'll get lost in The Witcher 3. You will get lost in that game for hours. And by hours, I mean days and months. Oh, Jesus Christ. It's, the combat is very simplistic and a little eh, but it doesn't yeah. detract from the overall gameplay and like the story and stuff. Everything is super fleshed out and really cool. Okay, so the story is actually that long, or is it just because of all, oh, it has a whole bunch it's of side long, It's got a shit ton of side quests. It has yeah. some meaty DLC. 
and it's all free. Yeah. You don't have to pay extra for the DLC usually. Like there are days yeah. where you can just buy the complete package for ten bucks because it's been out yeah. for so long. But like yeah. everything is really well written. Everything has a a nice beginning and end. Even the side quests are like they get wrapped up in a nice little bow. And some of them, mm-hmm. well, actually, a lot of the quests that you do have alternate paths and different things that can happen. Like, yeah. just to give you an example, one quest I did that I remember doing was this lady's husband went missing, and she has no idea what happened to him. Yeah. Or no, 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 no. Got that wrong. This it it was this lady's sister that could not find what happened to her sister after marrying this mm-hmm. dude who was a woodsman of some sort. Okay. Um, you track down where his cabin is, and you find like uh-huh. blood marks and scratches and things that are going like all around the house and on the grounds. And you're like, you do your investigation thing since he's got heightened senses, and you realize oh, a werewolf of some sort or something like that attacked. So you wait till night. Mm-hmm. You go and you find the werewolf and you fight him, and you can choose to kill him or not. You kill him. You report back to the the sisters or the wife's sister and say. There was this werewolf. I believe that she was killed by him. I killed the werewolf. End of contract. Or you can let him live. Mm. He'll revert back. Um, and then he'll wake up, realize that he ended up killing his wife because he went berserk because of um, because of something that that his wife's sister actually ended up doing because she knew that he was a werewolf. Oh. So you can find out more stuff by doing one thing differently. So basically, basically, she hired you to cover her tracks. Pretty much, yeah. Oh, shit. That's yeah. cool. <laughs> That's why I love that game so much. It's like it throws <laughs> in these random-ass things. It's like, wow, that went somewhere I did not expect it to go. It reminds me a lot of, um, especially when you were talking about because of how old games are, uh, where they do like the whole, the whole package uh, with the DLCs and stuff like that. Dragon Age Origins. I just uh, could not the... get into Dragon Age. I've tried so hard. I can't get <laughs> I don't get the appeal. It's supposed to be great RPGs, but I just can't do it. I liked it, to be honest. It was one it was one of those things I didn't I didn't mind playing it. What am I doing that wrong? Wasn't... Why don't I like it? It's been don't get me wrong, it's been a while since I played it, but I I enjoyed it myself. Um Ooh, sorry, yawned. And the fact that, like, what you were talking about, you can it has enough side content that you can go through it, do it, depending on what decisions you make, uh, will determine how the path the character goes. Where, like, let's say, um, you can there's like a few female characters that you can actually have sex with, and depending on who uh who you decide to bed with. Either you get raped at the end of the game, if I'm not mistaken. What the fuck? So that you can, yeah, so you can have a, have a child, uh, have a child with that lady, or you actually end up with her, or whatever, depending on your decision. Jesus Christ! It yeah. sounds like fear all over again. <laughs> Tell me, you know about that game? I've heard of it, but I've never played it. Okay, so that's just a first-person shooter, but it's a supernatural one. And, like, the yeah. main evil lady is Alma, and she <laughs> rapes your main character in that, too. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Even though she's, like, a ghost or something. So. Yeah. Go figure. <laughs> anyway, enough about that. <laughs> I don't want to talk about that anymore. <laughs> uh, oh, I'm going to save the Embracer thing. 
So, oh yeah, that is super interesting too, but let's touch on Overwatch. You never played the original one, right? No. Okay. I did for a touch of time. It's it's all right. I yeah. not a big a I'm not a big team based shooter. It was fun. It's cool. It's nice. Colorful. Yeah. Eh, just not my kind of thing. But after years and years and years of work, they finally put out Overwatch 2's beta to okay. specific people, and like they had a deal where certain like a handful of streamers got keys for the beta code and if you watch their streams where their drops were enabled you can get a beta key to get into it too and the first wow. the first day that the beta went live they had yeah. like 15,000 keys to put out oh jesus yeah so they had i think it was something like that like 15 to 20,000 keys maybe i don't remember the the exact number of that but on their first day of like the beta being out and people playing it, they had about 15 million people playing, or 15 million people watching and playing. Not uh-huh. playing, why do I keep saying that? On Twitch, they had 15 mm-hmm. million people watching these people who had the beta keys actually play the beta. Yeah. The following day, only about 15,000. Their viewership dropped off a cliff. That bad? It was bad about 99% of their entire viewer base watching the beta just dropped in the second day. A lot of the people who were streaming the game and playing it said that there really isn't enough things that were changed or touched up to be considered a 2. You know, it's not... It went from a 6v6 to a 5v5. I think some of it's like PvE versus PvP elements. They added a new character. They tightened up some of the gameplay and made some things smoother. But that's about it. That's all they really did. So a lot of people are upset. Like, this isn't really a two. This, this is more of the same. Right. People just were not impressed. Not. A little yeah. sad because they were doing this for years and just putting so much effort into it, and this is all they got. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Uh, 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 I think that was. I think that hit worse than. Uh, the Kingdom Hearts 3 reaction, so I feel better now. <laughs> it it also sucks because Blizzard has got like such renown on having polished games that play so well and are just a nice thing to do. <laughs> and it would go from 15 million to just about 15,000 people watching. It says a lot. Pretty much. And again, it, it goes back to decisions corporate made and I'm sure that all the stuff going on with them didn't help either. Plus, some of their big-name people that were working on Overwatch left, too. Like, Jeff Kaplan was the voice the voice, the voice yeah. and face of Overwatch and all their updates and stuff as things were going on. Right. So, they lost a lot of good people in, like, all the shit that's going on. So, I guess we're finally seeing the repercussions of that. Pretty much. <laughs> Uh, what do you want to go to? Because I was going to bring up something up next. There, there, there seems to be a lot of news lately about Square, and I'm very curious as to how, how what, what Which this means. part of that do you want to get into? Let's start, saying as I'm a big mobile game person, let's start with the Embracer Group buying off uh, their Montreal branch. So 
that's that's just all those IPs that go with it. I put it on the list too just recently. Yeah, uh, they got away with a handful of studios that Square Enix didn't want for three hundred million bucks, which is an yeah. absolute steal for the amount of things that they got in return. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Did you did you read into any, any of that? Like how much they actually gained from it and what Square is keeping? I don't know, didn't know what Square was keeping. I know that the, um, granted, the, the article I read was on the Embracer Group's website, to mm -hmm. be honest, so I don't know exactly that how the best how biased resource. that is. No, that's that's the best source, because it's coming directly from them. Not to mention Sony yeah. put off a blog about it, too. With the, I, from... I think they linked directly to the Embracer Group's like blog post on their site, too. Okay. Yeah, because the... At least, if I read it correctly, they were talking about how you know, the the branch that they took over is the one that handled their mobile games. So that's where brought where it brought me to think is what does that mean for like um, like what we were talking about the Kingdom Hearts Missing Link, which is a mobile game. Is that part of that? Are they working with Square to continue that now? You know, that's or... something I didn't look up yet. Is is Square the main developer or publisher of Kingdom Hearts? Because you know that Square Enix is not going to sell off that. I didn't see that in the list of stuff that they were selling. But they also didn't specify that they were keeping that, if that's the case. Yeah, because the because I know uh, the Kingdom Hearts series is the at least it's the brainchild between Disney and Square, and I'm pretty sure Disney wouldn't sign off on that. Yeah. Uh, publisher Square, developer Square Enix. So yeah, there is no way in hell that they would sell that one off. So that's definitely staying with Square. Now, so then that means that even though that was their mobile game department, they, I'm assuming it was a totally different department that was handling that particular game. Even to if begin it's, with. yeah, it's, you know, that's, I'll look that up in just a second. They're probably, with the mobile thing, they probably are going to outsource it since they sold off their other, you said their Western studio was their arm of mobile development. They're, if they're selling that off, then there's a good chance that they're not going to be developing it, or they yeah. could like turn around and contract the work out through Embracer Group to do it. Right. But there's some really cool information about what games they got and what games Square kept. That I that I want to know more. I know I know that they got some title, but I have no idea what the list was. So. Where did I put that? Oh, I put that down here in the wrong spot. That's why. Alright. So, the Embracer Group ended up buying, or when they when they entered this deal with Square Enix, they mm -hmm. ended up getting Amplifier Game Invest, Asmodi, Coffee Stain Holding, Dark Coffee Stain Holding. I think it's supposed to be Coffee Stain something else. Dark Horse Media, DECA Games, Easy Brain. They got Gearbox? No. No, that's a 2K thing. Gearbox Entertainment. I'm going to have to check that out again. Oh, yeah, they got Saber. I didn't know that they were still around. And THQ Nordic, which was interesting. Oh, wait, no. Am I reading this right? I think that's right. Yeah. You've heard of THQ and THQ Nordic. Yes, yes, I just don't remember what games 
that I played that. The I, I can't think of any did. games off the top of my head either. But the fact that you remember that name leads you up to where we are now. So the company, mm-hmm. I, I forget what, I think it, it might have started off as a different name first, changed to Nordic, bought THQ, and then changed mm-hmm. their name to THQ Nordic. And then after mm-hmm. that, they switched their name to the Embracer Group and became a holding company for games. Yeah. Now they now they own all these companies that can churn out games. With that, um, I didn't write down the titles that they had. I thought I gave that somewhere. Oh, there it is. Embracer Group ended up getting the Tomb Raider series, which I believe was yeah. under Crystal Dynamics, which was developing for Sony at the time. I mm-hmm. think there was a thing where they were exclusive for a short while and then went over to the Xbox, or maybe it was the other way around. Yeah. But yeah, now Embracer Group has got the Tomb Raider series, Deus Ex, okay. which people have been clamoring for another game in that series. <laughs> Thief, which I believe was an arcane title, which was pretty cool. Yeah. Legacy of Kane, which we have not seen a decent vampire game like that in years. <laughs> they need to make another one. And yeah. quote unquote fifty other catalog games. No idea which ones those are because they didn't mention. I'm gonna have to go through all these companies and see which games they were. Right. But one of the funniest things that Square Enix is holding on to, they have said, and we we can we can have, uh, pretty much assume that they're gonna keep Kingdom Hearts. They're not gonna get rid of that. Yeah. They also kept like Life a... is Strange, Just Cause, okay. and the funniest one out of all that is Gex. Like from the PS1 era, the little gecko dude that like puts on different suits for different episodes of the game. Tell me you remember that. Like the most iconic one was him in like a black button up like suit coat, and he was supposed to be a 007 type gecko for one level. Like that was the one that you would see everywhere. I'm drawing a brain brain fart. Like I'm remembering what you're talking about, but it's just not clicking in my head. Look at the picture. Gotta, as soon as you see it, you're like, oh yeah, I know what that is. But I'm going to have to. The funniest, well, one of the funny parts about that too is not just did they hold on to Gex, they renewed the license for that IP. Oh my god! So I, <laughs> I wonder if that means that they plan to make something from it. I don't know. One of the pictures shows Gex with Idris Elba, so I'm trying to figure out if that... <laughs> what is that supposed to mean. I know, right? Uh, yeah, I'll do. But, uh, but you recognize the I, guy, right? Gex yeah, himself. I recognize. So yeah, it what they did with that IP and everything makes it seem like they're working on making a new game or maybe remaking it or remastering it, which would be really funny. It's just interesting timing that they bought that, kept that, and renewed the IP for it. I'm assuming they might be uh, they might be coming out with the next one because people are suggesting that the Idris Elba be the next Gex. That would be interesting. You know what they need? I would probably one of a super obscure what? game called Mort the Chicken from PlayStation One. <laughs> I guarantee you, nobody's really heard of that game. I've never heard of it, but if I if I knew if I did, you know, I would have gotten it (laughs) just because the fact that it's a video game about a chicken. That's all it was too. You're a a chicken named Mort (laughs) trying to, I think, defeat aliens or something. It was a really weird game. (laughs) 
it, I'm not even joking when I say weird. It was weird. Oh, Jesus. But me and my sister, like, when we talk about PlayStation games, that's the one we always go back to just because it's funny. <laughs> yeah, so I got to remember, PlayStation was trying to... When PlayStation 1 came out, there was a lot of weird games like that because they wanted to be different from freaking Nintendo. Well, that's how we got Crash and Spyro and Jack and Daxter and everything else along those lines. Pretty much. And all because all because Nintendo said, hey, that's a bad idea. We don't want it anymore. And look, and then Sony's like, yep. So yeah, <sighs> chalk the Embracer Group into the acquisition folder. All these companies are buying up game developers and publishers. Well, not I wouldn't say publishers. Game devs yeah. and studios making games. Um, but with that, next... yeah. with reading all that stuff about the Embracer Group too, it it's there's a rumor that Square Enix is going to be bought by Sony, or like they're looking into buying Square Enix, which yeah. I guess makes sense considering how much partnership there is there with making games. But yeah. why would they prune? their studio and what they hold just to be bought out later because that's money on the table because you can negotiate for more money if you have more of these things so i wonder if, my... if that rumor is true why would they choose to sell these guys off just to be purchased later may uh the only thing i can think of is because i you don't really see sony do like any mobile games or anything like that um they also didn't have their games on pc for the longest time they just started putting them out yeah. Right, but that's just because a lot, uh, a lot of the video game fan uh, fan base is behind behind PC games too. So oh, that yeah. may that makes sense them adopting it, whereas the mobile games not so much. So they probably like I don't want to. They probably okayed it and was like, yeah, we you, you're okay to sell this off. We don't want we don't want anything to do with the mobile division. Yeah, so like that could it, be maybe leave it up to specific game developers if they want to do mobile. Because you know that's not that's not the best market for full fledged games. It's it's always specific types of games that end up being mobile ports. Yeah, I'm just hoping that I I'm surprised that Sony wants to buy them. To be well, honest, we don't know. It's a rumor that I heard that just accompanied all this talk yeah. from the Embracer Group purchasing all these things. Right. I haven't seen any Real more fun. news on it, but it would make sense, I guess. Not so much, cause, cause so, uh, I want to lean heavy that it, it is just that it's a rumor. I don't see Sony wanting to pick it up just because of the fact that their their entertainment department's already hemorrhaging as it is. The only thing that's their saving grace right now is the Spider Man franchise, and that uh, that's the only reason that they're they're actually making money in their entertainment department. Well, games are entertainment, and they make money yeah. hand over fist with that. They make it hit money hand over fist with the the sell of the of the units, not so much the games, as far as I'm aware of. Well, they're first party studios; they make bank. I mean, they was it they had the rights to make the Sony games through Insomniac, and that I think they yeah. bought them too, which made them a first party studio. So all that money flows straight through Sony. Mm-hmm. I have to look into that more. I know, like the movies and stuff like that, they're hemorrhaging big time. If it was, uh, other than the fact that like the Spider-Man movies, that's why at one point game studios Apple... are booming. Sorry to interrupt you. No, 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 it's okay. Because that's why um, Apple at one point wanted to buy out uh the Sony Entertainment Department. 
because they wanted to fo- they wanted to focus more on their t- uh, more on their electronic side versus movies and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But if they did that, whether whether they liked it or not, they would have lost Spider Man no matter what, because those rights were reverted back to Disney. Right. So, but this was also at the time where the the renegotiations were going on and. Um, people were thinking Disney was going to buy buy Spider Man off of Sony. Well, yeah, the their price of- their uh, contract for Spider Man was going to be up soon too, wasn't it? Right, that was at that time before they renegotiated for the, uh, for the next installment, right. and um, and Sony backed out of the deal, uh, tried to back out of the deal uh, before the third movie was made. And then the fan base said, "Hey." Stop screwing around. Let's go. <laughs> well, if they, I, it wouldn't surprise me if they bought Square Enix just because of the history there. But I wonder what they're going to if say they do say they buy them. I wonder what's going to happen with Outriders. And I only bring that up because of another thing that came out about that game recently, where it, I didn't care for the game even through the beta and stuff. But people said it was great. It came out on PlayStation first for a while, I believe, and then it came over to Xbox and on Game Pass, and I guess it was a huge hit on Game Pass, and a lot of people downloaded or maybe even bought it, but yeah. it didn't turn a profit. Somehow that game was not profitable. Not only was it apparently not prof- profitable, but there was a hubbub about Square Enix not paying the developers after the game was shipped. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. That's I'm going to have to find the article to talk about that again, but it just all that stuff is hand-in-hand, hand, and it's just it's a weird thing to withhold money from the developers of a game maybe it was even based on sales numbers yeah but but then to turn around and find out that the game was it never turned a profit despite doing some pretty good numbers on xbox and game pass but it's also it was also a timed exclusive i think so that doesn't give it any leg up either right i'm just trying i'm just trying to look at images to see if it dawns on me because the name sounds familiar i just don't uh, Not quite sure. It was made by People Can Fly. They did Bullet Storm. That was like the first one that I can think of. So they're okay. pretty avid first-person shooters. This was an, a third-person shooter RPG type thing. Okay, yeah, because it looks like at least the images that are popping up sort of look uh, sort of looks like. Um... It's oh like my God. Destiny meets Wasteland. Yeah, 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 exactly. I was I was gonna say that because the characters remind remind me of the the Destiny characters. Yep. But they don't have they don't have monsters like that in the game. That's nope. okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nope. Nothing like that. I'm just I'm just hoping that if if the rumors are true and that does end up happening, that Sony doesn't butt in too much as far as like story story wise for like obviously. At this point, if people don't know, I'm a, I'm a Final Fantasy fan and a Kingdom Hearts fan. If Sony doesn't butt in too heavily on that and affect the story and everything, and everything, I'm okay with it. Mm-hmm. But if they do, then that's gonna turn me off. I'm sorry, and that's my franchise. Yeah, I don't know how they run their 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 acquisitions. I don't know what better to call them. Like with Xbox, I'm <laughs> as far as I'm understanding, it's Here's some money. We're hands off. You make the games that you make. We'll give you some sort of direction, or maybe we'll throw some IPs at you that you can make games yeah. off of. But beyond that, they're hands off. 
Okay. Sony, maybe, maybe not. I hope so. I hope they they take the position of hey, let's you go you go the route you do you do your you do your job make you make us money we're happy. If you don't, then hey, guess what? You don't get you don't get those benefits anymore. Yeah. Circling back around to PC discussions really quick. Mm-hmm. Do you did you ever remember hearing about or reading about um, people trying to get the new NVIDIA graphics cards and just not being able to? Oh my god, it's a, it's been a nightmare. Graphics cards in general, holy shit. Well, a lot of people are buying them up just for like the GPU power to mine Bitcoin. And yeah. that was the issue with the new GeForce cards that were coming out because people mm-hmm. wanted like the 38, I think it's 3080 and 3090. And mm-hmm. uh, they were just being bought out left and right or just couldn't be couldn't keep up with demand. Yeah. Come to find out, GeForce themselves they were misrepresenting their numbers for for how much was actually sold to people wanting to use them for just straight up gaming. Mm-hmm. And not giving accurate numbers on how much of those went to people just straight up mining Bitcoin. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, they were trying to fool their investors into saying, yeah, we sold this much for X amount of stuff because this is what these guys wanted it for, when in, in fact, a lot of that shit went to people mining. So now, they are being fined $5.5 million by the SEC for misrepresenting their their numbers. They have faith, though. They deserve it. The fuck? Yeah, but the, you know that five and a half million is only going to be like a drop in the bank for them. Like, oh, shit, we got caught. Here you go. We'll just keep on going. Yeah. And then uh, what are they going to do? Turn around and re- increase the prices to make up for it? Yeah, that could very well be the case. Because what, what the hell was Pass it? the cost on to the consumer. Yeah, pretty much. Look at uh, the other day. Uh, one, uh, one of my friends was talking about how they, um, like Newegg, they uh they get uh, updates and stuff from them and they were doing doing like oh you can try and buy the graphics card for this much and then we had the discussion about how oh yeah it's available now but the price you're pay- you'd be paying for it you could have you could have uh you could have built a whole new system a couple of years ago mm-hmm. it's highway robbery and then shit like this <laughs> is is happening too Yep. Uh, I I wouldn't I wouldn't have minded uh, trying to learn how to put a put a computer together and have have a nice little gaming setup, but uh, if this shit's going on, yeah, no, I'm turned off. I'd rather yeah, go to Walmart by myself. The really good ones, right? If it, uh, at this point, if that's the case, I'm just I'd much rather go to Walmart and Best Buy and get a and get a, a stock system and then bitch about my lag. <laughs> you mentioned Newegg. That's a good repository for laptops. That's where I got mine. Works like a dream. <laughs> uh, I mean, with a lot of stuff, uh, they have different flavors for different things too. Like you can change out the graphics and the pro- uh, the processor yeah. itself and the graphics processor, and sometimes the sound card and how big mm-hmm. it is and shit like that. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm due for a new laptop because mine's almost what ten years old at this point. The Damn. last year or so, I, yeah, I switched. It was to the point that the hard drive of my computer was still, um, uh, still a disk, <laughs> and I just switched it out to a solid state drive in the last year or so. Okay, but outside of that, I, I, 
I can't even upgrade to the newest Windows system because the specs on my computer does doesn't qualify it for. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. And it was supposed to, it was supposed to be a really good computer at 